You are currently listening to one half of the greatest tag team podcasts there are out there today. Once you get finished with this great episode, go on over on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, even over on YouTube and check me out, Ted the Hillbilly Hill of the Hill Truth Wrestling Podcast, award-winning, critically acclaimed, number one in Antarctica, and I'm going to break down the bad guys, the villains, the heels of professional wrestling. And always remember, there's the real truth, then there's the heel truth. Go ahead, Hamblin. You got the mic. Uh, I was going to say this, right? Like, I didn't, I didn't catch all of Dynamite tonight. I was just busy doing some business stuff. But uh, this is what I can say in regards to what you're saying, right? I Look, I don't know if it's just me and I know I'm going to be in the minority in this. But when people say the guys that built the company, the guys, I, I don't give a shit if they built the company. I don't. Because at the end of the day, it's Tony Khan's company, right? He can hire whoever he wants. He can fire whoever he wants, right? But let's be honest now. What AEW needs, right? I'm not going to say they need like a talent, like a, like mass talent releases. Or I'm not saying they should fire like 40 people like WWE would do or anything like that. But let's be honest now. There's a lot of people on that on that roster who have no reason to be there, right? Here's some examples. Matt Seidel, what's he done? Right? Do you all remember Angelico? Right? Angelico's been doing... Nothing basically since Jack Evans or since Jack Evans left, right? The trust busters, really? You're telling me Dalton Castle isn't signed permanently to AEW, but the goddamn trust busters are, right? Like, there's so many, right? There's people like that, right? Here's one: AR Fox, right? AR Fox is such a great, talented guy, perfect fit with the Mogul Embassy. They kicked him out for no, they kicked him out for no reason. Right? Why? Why was he? Why? If you if you were if why was he even in the mogul embassy? What was the point? Well, you, of that? Do, you, do, you, do you know why he got kicked out? I don't. I know. I know why. I, I know why they like he couldn't. He could. I know he couldn't go to Wembley because of travel issues. I understand that. Look, Ray Phoenix couldn't go there either. Did they kick him out of Death Triangle? No, they just did an injury angle. Right? They yeah. literally could have just done an angle because they already did the thing with Crazy Sting, right? Where Sting was being a weirdo instead of Prince Ganga, right? Have him kidnap Ar Fox. Right? Have him break AR Fox's ankle or some shit. I don't fucking know. Like, do something like that. So then you're like, okay. So then Swerve's like, oh, hell no. AR Fox can't travel. Well, guess what, Darby? I'm going to show you somebody. Not only did they travel here, but they did something your father could never do, right? Because you want, you know, you want to keep it on brand. <laughs> I love it. Right? Right? That's what I mean, right? The problem with this company, it's not that it's, it's not that they're, they're not building. I don't care who who started the company. I care about who makes me money and who can and who's interesting on the show, right? And for example, right now, Nick Wayne, guy's getting a good push. People like him. He's interesting, right? Give him some wins, please. Give him some wins, right? I know they won tonight. That's a good sign, right? The problem that AEW has, they do this all the fucking time. It annoys me. Okay, listen. When Kanosuke Takeshka first came into the company, what were the what were his first three matches? He lost to John Moxley, I think. He l- Hangman and uh, he lost to John Moxley. Danielson, wasn't it? Jay Hangman. Ah, it was Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal was before all of them. He okay. lost to Jay Lethal. He lost to Hangman. He lost to what? Losing to Hangman and Moxley? Fair game. They're there. I I understand. But Jay Lethal, really? They have these guys fair. come in and they just lose and lose and lose and lose and lose. And then they start building them up. Yeah, but Takeshito wasn't over as he is now. 
after he started doing what? Winging. Exactly. But 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 his point. I think his point. I think Hamblin's point is like is if no if 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 again I didn't know, I didn't know Takeshi's work from Japan. So if you're introducing a new guy to me, and, and as somebody who I never met before, want to just have him win right away, and so. And and I hear what he's saying because Tony Khan has has he has if you if you watch AEW Dark he all, all these guys that are coming in now the guys that that are like that are signed now like they the ones like they, like a like a like a Josh Woods he was losing on AEW Dark all the time to all these guys yeah and then and then once he signs then he starts winning go ahead <laughs> go ahead Amblin go ahead no I was adding to your point even Nick Wayne same thing happened to him he lost yeah. his first match to Swerve. Right, the willow, the willows, all these. It's, that's Tony Khan's. That's his. His. That's his. The, his booking. As he thinks is. He thinks that's storytelling, and it's not. The storytelling is bring them in strong, have them. You know, have the characters that you're going to build with, and and have those guys win. And it's like that's make the, make make the fans care. Like obviously the fans care about Takeshita. There's no reason that he right. needs to be losing matches. Exactly. Another thing too, right? I know, like I know that people give AEW a lot of shit for its women's division, right? I got some numbers for y'all if y'all are ready for this. So, this match that th- that was on tonight was to determine the number one contender for the women's championship at Grand Slam, right? Yes. Yep. This match, the total match was six minutes, right? Total, the entire thing was six minutes, and it was a four-way. Keep in mind, right? The actual part of the match you could see that wasn't in commercial break, or sorry, picture in picture, two minutes. Right now, here's another match: Darby Allen and Nick Wayne versus Matt Bernard and fucking and, and fucking Daddy Magic. Eight 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 minutes with a post match angle. Why? Do you see what I'm talking about? People always bitch about the the women's division, right? Yeah, give it some time, all right. I'm not even saying they should have five matches on the show like some people are, but two minutes? Come on now. Leroy, join this conversation. What do you got to say? I'm not used to having Leroy in these spaces and not talking. It's kind of scaring me. <laughs> oh, sorry. I've, I've been watching uh I've been watching uh the fucking uh OEW shit of uh, wrestlers. Is that good? It's, it's really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you're binge. You're binge watching it. Yeah, I'm binge watching it. Like, uh, right now. So if I've been extra quiet, I've been watching it. My bad. I'll be scared. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not used to you not be. I'm not used to you being in the space and being quiet. You know? No, I was gonna, oh, I, I was like, gonna say something, but I was like, uh, I was just got busy watching right. shit. Oh no! Wait, wait, but, hold up. Do we have a? Oh yeah, John Moxley versus Ray Phoenix on Dynamite next week. I mean, we saw the match like two weeks ago, but sure, whatever. As long as he's not on collision. As long as he's not on collision. All right, Mox is not a... I'm sorry, I know people like Moxley. He's not a collision guy. Right? So, I did hear, like, majority of the conversation. I've been listening, but I've also been watching the thing of the multitasking. Uh... So, we talk about the women's division, right? Yep. Two minutes. <laughs> Two minutes out of a six-minute match, which is mostly in picture in picture. They, and they uh, expect us to give a shit about this division. They, uh, it was this wrong placement on the card. No, but 
it was wrong During placement the of the card, and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't time it out. Like, so, um, I don't, I'm not like back there, but I know people who back there, so I know they was probably scrambling, right? Um, like, to put I'm that just, shit together, right? Um, you already know what Tony Khan's gonna say. Oh yeah, well you know uh, we gotta do the show by uh, who gets the ratings, and uh, that's why we gotta do it. We gotta have the best people on the show, you know. No, I, I, I can, I can tell. Like they, uh, it was, a, it was a crunch for time, and also we have like three people. We have three people. Triple threats is always, always like difficult, especially yeah, okay. on TV. Exactly. Um, so more time makes sense then, right? So they can iron out the structure of the match more, right? And so that I would say, I would say by like I've only worked. Oh shit! I probably worked like only two to three triple threats. Uh, it wasn't a triple threat. It was a four way. Four way. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, four way triple threat scrambles, stuff like that. You gotta at least have like, and it depends on the the, the wrestlers. So they had Nyla Rose, they had uh, Sheeta. Who else was in there? Uh, Tony Storm, I think, and Brett Baker. And, and Brick Baker. Okay, so yeah, uh, they just didn't have enough time. I would just say, like, you need you need at least ten minutes. Uh, you can't get done stuff in five minutes. You at least need ten to twelve minutes. Uh, but I'm sure they like was doing stuff and having like they just it was just an awkward spot in the car. But like, yeah, it, um. Wasn't it wasn't I think the most person that really suffered in that match when I watched it was fucking uh was fucking Nyla Rose. She didn't fucking get as much as stuff she should get in there. Um so that kind of sucks for her. Like I know she's like taking you know what the one thing the one thing I will say is like out of all the women, out of all the women, out of all the people, right? Now Rose has never complained. She'll never be like, when the fuck am I getting on my time? She'll never be, you'll never hear her arguing with people. Never, no, no problems, no problems. If you listen to the veterans, all that kind of shit. So she takes the time. And like, you know, this is a pro wrestling thing of like, you do maximize your minutes. So I'm sure she was maximizing her minutes. And that's the thing, like when you get on TV, you gotta maximize those fucking minutes as much. Yeah, Tony Storm is the short doing that. The short, the short thing, like, and I don't know who would fucking on the production side. Uh, I know, like, all I know, I know is that Pat Buck does, like, I know Pat Buck does all of MJF stuff. And Christopher Daniels does all the Cucamonga kids stuff. And just Dustin yeah. Rose, Dustin Rose, I think does the women's. Yeah, well, he, yeah. Well, he should. He uh, does he, the women for a new line of employment. If that, if he produced the shit that we saw tonight, he does the women's. And I think no, from my from what my friend told me because he works back there, he works. He helps with Dustin Rhodes, uh, Kevin Matthews. Um, so it's Kevin Matthews and uh, and fucking back there in Dustin Rhodes. And I don't. I think I don't think Jimmy Jacobs does, does like clips and stuff. If I'm being correct, but yeah, it probably didn't. It didn't have enough time to breathe. Yeah. Like Wait, it, Jimmy it, Jacobs was doing collision stuff. Yeah, he does collision yeah, stuff. No wonder it's a good. No wonder it's a good show. Jimmy Jacobs is a fucking genius. Yeah, uh, Chris. For those Hero, who don't know, right? Like for those who don't know, uh, we were talking. We were talking about him before he came in the room. Actually, yeah, 
You guys remember the the list of Jericho? Oh yeah, yep. That was Jimmy yeah, Jacobs. Was thing. Nah, he, Jimmy Jacobs. Jimmy Jacobs. Like, uh, he worked for Impact for a little bit, and that's why Impact Impact always had good storylines. But that storylines right. just gotten better. Uh, apparently, uh, like, he's Tony Khan's assistant, basically. Like Danielson said it in the media scrum that like Jimmy Jacobs basically flies everywhere with Tony, helps him like write stuff, and basically helps this guy organize his life. Yeah, because like uh, that was QT position with Cody, right? And now and that's and that's and now that's his position, and like uh you know people move up. QT is now like the right hand man, a fucking Tony, right? Hell helps him with everything. Um, no, I I uh. I just felt bad for Nyla. I felt bad for Nyla as a performer. Like, I know how that shit is. Like, she was like, oh, I got to get my shit in. I got to do my thing. Um, I just think it was a bad, I think it was bad. Like, this is bad on the car. Like, it just, it just, like, those, that's what it is. And, like, um, they didn't have enough time. It didn't have enough time to breathe. You at least need 12 minutes. You don't need, like, 20. You don't need, like, 30. You just need 12 minutes. You need at least 12 minutes to get your shit in. Like, that's really what a four-way, triple threat, all of those, you get those in. Uh, and so, yeah, just that's what that's what it really needed. Uh, I, think the sh- I think the show was, I think the show was, it was, it was solid. It was, it was a solid show. It just was like, okay, we brought up Moxley because the international championship thing. Then we got the fucking segment with fucking uh, Eddie Kingston and uh, and Brian O'Brien Danielson and stuff. And like, what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking, I don't even know. But what I think, what they do, and I think Tony and the rest of the people there, they fucking will put segment after segment after segment after segment match, segment after segment, segment match match, and then like whatever comes after that segment. Is that match and whatever? So does, does he does he cut from does he cut from the women's matches like Vince used to do? Is that, is that is that the first place he cuts if he's running out of time? Uh, I think I think like I think if they I no, think he, if they didn't because they don't draw. That's why he said it. Like uh, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember, it was on one of the media calls, right? Oh, it was last it was uh, last year in June. So I think it was like Brand. So somebody asked him. He's like, "So Tony, because uh, this one Punk and Thunder Rosa both got injured, right?" So he's like, "So he basically said when CM Punk came out on Rampage, he was given ten minutes and he was giving entire segments to announce the fact that he had to relinquish his title. However, Thunder Rosa, the women's champion, who was in a major feud before, she was she was giving less than she was given less than two minutes in a backstage segment. Uh, can you tell me why that is? Considering a main, he said basically was like, "Can you tell me why that is? Considering a main criticism." Of the division is that the women don't get enough time. You know what this guy said? Straight up. What did he say? <laughs> this is what he said. Well, you know, CM Punk, he's a guy who's generated a lot of stuff for us and he's a major draw and uh, he's a much bigger draw than uh, Thunder Rosa and her segments tend to be. So it was just a ratings thing, nothing more than that. I'm like, bro, look, nobody's saying that's wrong, but don't fucking say that. It doesn't matter if it's CM Punk or Hangman Page or Brian, it doesn't matter who, right? Like, if you're not going to, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. If you're not going to give the women's division time, nobody's going to give a shit. And nobody's gonna, and because nobody gives a shit, the ratings are low. And because the ratings are low, he doesn't give them time. And because he doesn't, you, you get what I'm saying, right? Hold on, I hear what you're saying. Right, it's fucked. And that, and that, you gotta, like, you gotta, you gotta, 
Dude, you gotta, Tony Storm's you gotta... entire character, her entire character arc has been through backstage interviews on Collision. That's facts. Getting over it on that way, it, you know, uh, and it's the way it, it. If you can't like this thing, this is just wrestling one on one. Like if you don't like if you don't let the people, I told this to QT because I, I I think it just need to be said, but like uh, if you don't give people. Not only a reason to see you and stuff, if you don't give them a reason to draw and to perform, how the fuck are you going to, uh, um, how the fuck is the women's division supposed to be, uh, proper? How are you supposed to, like, you know? I, just, I, this is my belief, right? I don't think Tony Khan gives a fuck about women's wrestling. I think he, and I'm not saying this like he hates women, I'm not saying anything like that, right? Don't like. Don't get me wrong. I think no. he's only doing a women's division because he has to have a women's division. I think that's the only reason he has one. No, I, I, uh, I mean, look at how he books them. Like, I definitely, I definitely, I definitely see the point. Yeah, you can't convince me otherwise. And like, okay, so one thing. Though, speaking of speaking of greatness, right? Shout out to the father of the year, Christian Cage. One more time, doing it right for Canada. Mm. Nah, it's just like any any wrestling company. Like the best thing, the best thing about Impact and this shit, their shit is coming on tomorrow about the thousand episode. The best thing about their shit was the exhibition and the knockouts. That's that. That was that whole thing, and then the world title and that shit followed after. But you know, the best thing was their knockouts and shit. And then like on an indie level, Shimmer was cranking out fucking. Uh, banger matches, roster, and you know, roster, roster I mean, like, what, what once you once you develop and build stuff, anything could be built. And I think what people, and this is like, people don't like to talk about this, but if you build a fucking women's division, if you build an intergender division, if you build a deathmatch division, if you build any fucking thing, you if you build it long enough to tell people characters and tell who they are. And show people who they are. Right. Um, no, you're 100% people will right. want to see it. Yeah, people like, will want to see it. Like and what? that's the thing about pro wrestling. And that's the thing that we're not getting. Like, we got all these characters and we're not even getting backgrounds and stuff. Yep. So, yeah. Like, look, I'm not going to sit here and claim to and claim that I'm, like, some wrestling expert or some shit. Because I'm not, right? I'm just the guy who watches the show. But And I'm and I've never been in the ring or anything like that. But I feel like I, have a, I generally have a good grasp of what works and what doesn't. I feel like I, I feel I do, like everybody does. What's worked historically and even today, right? Like character-driven shit with wrestling match being second. Because the thing is, everybody there, there's there's no such thing on at least on major companies. You don't really see bad wrestlers anymore, right? Like unless you're talking about Nia Jax and like I don't know Omos and fucking what's his name, uh. Not Sadgum, Sadgum sings. Not Sadgum sings. Who might? Uh, who might be thinking? Ah, uh, fuck. Ah, uh, I, I don't know. Pick a. Uh, oh, ah, uh, the fuck, man. Why can't I remember his name? Sunny. No, not Sunny. Some, whoever the fuck, right? Some, some guy, right? Let's just go with some guy, right? If you, there's no bad. There's not that many bad, bad wrestlers. Like everybody can wrestle a serviceable TV match, right? I'll ask you a simple question, right? If rest, right? Who is more over right now? Christian Cage or Brian Danielson? 
puts them all over right now. I would say Christian Cage has been on TV more longer. Okay, Christian Cage or John Moxley? John Moxley or Christian Cage? I think it's Christian Cage, honestly. <laughs> like, well, it, you know, it, it would be Bob Moxley, but um, they are now making them anti-heroes. But, like, you know what it is? You know what it is with Moxley, though? I don't think people get it. Moxley, he's not selfish. He's not selfish, and he's been doing multi-matches so his friends get on TV. Yeah, it's no, the thing. Character, though? Like, what is the difference between John Moxley, the babyface, and John Moxley? The- There's nothing. He's the same character. Even the Blackpool Combat Club, they act the same. They talk the same. They think the same. Like there's no they're just they're just a little bit more aggressive and more a little vicious when they're heels. Come on. Uh, but they're not though. Like they were just as vicious when they were baby faces. Remember the John Moxley Wheeler Yuta match? Right? Or Blood yeah. and Guts last year? Yeah. Or even or, or hell, here's one that here's one. Moxley versus Danielson Grand Slam. Right? Moxley versus Punk. Moxley or uh, fucking da- Danielson versus MJF. Right? It, they're, they're just they're the exact same. Mm-hmm. Right? That, that that's another thing too. This and this this is why Collision was good for seven weeks, right? Besides one guy, it was clear who the heels were and who the baby faces were. Yeah, that's right? no. That's what I mean, bro. The fundamentals and the traditional parts of wrestling they don't do on Dynamite. Which means unless you're really unless you're like a hardcore wrestling mark, it's hard to get invested in this stuff. That's why they're selling three thousand tickets right now. Less than three thousand tickets, sorry. Twenty one hundred, I believe. Let me ask you this, Ashley. So watching watching uh uh OVWs, I'm just gonna call it OVW because it's about OVW. But OVW's wrestles on Netflix is real good, right? It's, it just shows. It just shows like it's a docu series more than a documentary. So it's just like showing all the parts of like the uh, the the people of you know Al Snow. They got uh, uh, Shira. I can't say his whole fucking name, but Shira. They got fucking this girl named Holly J. They get all these backgrounds and stuff, and they show even backgrounds and. To show them all this stuff in there to shoot job and shit. So they talk about like Tony Khan and shit, and he talking about how they um, uh, wanted to do like they was talking about. Hey, you know the owners like, hey, we should do a partnership and stuff like that. We we should do like you know OVW and AEW and stuff like that. So it got me thinking: Do they one? Do they still have this partnership? And two. Do you think they would send like most of their guys down to OVW? Because I know like Brian Kendrick, Brian Kendrick, my bad, Brian Pillman, uh, went down to OVW for a little bit. So it's like, is he signed to NXT by the way? Yeah, he is. Oh, he signed. Yeah, 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 he signed. Um, but it's what got me thinking: like, would they? Would they like? Okay, they got their new facility. Cause I know they're gonna like train people down there. I know that for for a fact because I asked about that shit. Um, so they're gonna train people down in Florida, but also, um, I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking they would send some people down there, like if they really needed to 
get better, you know, as far as like character or work on character stuff, you know. And an OVW still has live TV, local TV, and they do stuff on fight because I'm going down there to work uh, some stuff. And they're still independent, so they're not like super locked into like uh, AEW. But the question is, do you think they would be like a feeder system to AEW and stuff? They could be a feeder system. They won't do it though. Because I mean, you don't look, think so. No, I don't think so, because if it's me, right, this is what I would do. I'm not saying build your own... I'm not saying build, like, a complete replica of the performance center, right? But if you have a centralized location where people can train, you the, the differentiation between AEW and WWE can be that AEW may, wants you to experience different styles of wrestling, whereas WWE wants you to do their style of wrestling, right? That's I think that's mm-hmm. ultimately what it's going to come down to. So yeah. they need to have coaches of multiple types, right? They need to have people like, for example, an Ace Steel, but <laughs> right? I know, I know he has, I know, I know he has that dogging him, right? I know he can really give some bites to these wrestlers. Well, they just release Ace Steel, so that'd be different. Uh, I know, I know that uh, right. I know Ace Steel can, Ace Steel can really lay down the law, right? He can be the person with the chair in that facility. I'm done. I'm sorry. I just, I just had to get those off. But nah, that last one was pretty bad, but the others were fine. Right? Oh, uh, I got, oh, I got one. Ace Steel, Ace Steel can knock some sense into them. Right? Oh, like, right? People like Ace Steel, Dustin Rhodes, fucking uh, QT Marshall, Marshall even, right? Like, they have these guys. And then send, send out the rookies that you actually care about on excursions. Right? For example, here's one, right? Dante Martin, you're telling me that Dante Martin in Rev Pro and Triple in Rev Pro for a bit wouldn't be wouldn't be great for his career? Yeah, I, I've been saying they should send people out in excursions for a while. Like, yeah, like send that to be Japan, a move, right? Because like that's Eddie, be move. right? And you well, can also to, honestly, to me, like what what I would be doing in this, and just my suggestion, and and the, and the reason I bring this up yeah. is because of like Sunny Kiss, is I would I wouldn't say nothing if I was Tony Khan. But I, but all these guys who I have signed right now and who and who are you know and who I'm and who I am like debating about signing, I would be looking to see are these guys going to work independent shows on the weekends? Are these guys going? Are these guys working just because they're not getting on TV? Are these guys going to OVWs? Are they going to the Progress Wrestling?s Are they going to to San Francisco Wrestling? You know, Prestige. Are they going to all these different promotions working yeah. on their craft, or are they sitting on their contracts? And that's who I would be. Those are the ones that are still, still trying to improve themselves, even though even though they're not on TV. Those are the ones I would be renewing, and I would be letting the, like the people like Sunny Kiss, unfortunately, who I don't think was really working on her stuff outside of AEW, go. You know, because who who is the ones that are more hungry and who's the ones that aren't? That's what I would be doing. No, like you don't have to. Actually, I can, yeah. I can, I can confirm this point. I'll say this, and I ain't speaking for Sunny, but uh, I know multiple occasions that Sunny came to the factory, but not only just the factory, trained at freelance and multiple different places, working on a, working on Sunny's craft, right. and yeah, doing this different indie shows. So I know. That for a fact because I talked to Sunny on a I would say a regular basis. We we kept contact with each other. That's the homie and shit. The most no, athletic, right. athletic person I've seen in my goddamn life. Um, one of the, the most yeah. That's uh and and I say the athletic by like flips and all that kind of shit. I, I would say 
Sonny, Derrick McRow, and like other people that I've seen, Gringo Loco, and other people. I'm I, I'm just saying just because more athletic than me, you are already, yeah, but strongest people too. Um, no, like- I know yeah, what you're saying. Trains. And you Trains can see that everything. these people care, right? You know, there's one wrestler whose story I've actually always, like, really always been drawn to. And, yes, you're going to like this one because he's a QT guy. Anthony Agogo, right? Do you, do you like, uh, what, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, John, do you know his story? Well, Carlos, yeah, he's a boxer. I mean, right? He was a boxer, yeah. No, dude, it's way more than that. He's a boxer, right? Oh, he's he a had a bad, he had a bad accident too. That he was out, he got injured. I know he had a bad I'll accident. Just about that too. He's a he, dude. He's a boxer. He grew up in the UK with a single mom, right? His father, right? Uh, he grew up with a single mom, two brothers. He had to fight to get where he was at. Guy was kicked out of. I think I don't know if he was kicked out of school, but something happened, right? Like he had some incidents. The guy went to the the guy went to the Olympics basically on his last possible chance at the trials, right? He won a gold medal while he won he won a bronze medal at the Olympic at the Olympics. He's blind in one eye, right? He's a guy who spent years on the sidelines. He was the first trainee ever signed to AEW. Like, there's so much depth, and he's so he's charismatic, man. He can talk. I don't know if you've ever heard him talk. He can talk. He's great. I've heard him talk and doing the chants. Yeah, like guy yeah, when he can talk. The guy I've always been I've always like loved. I know, I know it's weird because I'm a big punk fan, but wrestlers wearing suits has always been like a big plus for me, right? Like other than Punk and Danielson, who I never want to ever seeing anything but like wrestling clothes. Uh, when wrestlers are in like suits and shit, right? It's like, okay, I like that. Like Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks in a suit, perfect. Like right? Anthony Agogo looks great in a suit. He can talk. He can work, right? And this is important. I know people don't like to really bring this part up, but he's a minority wrestler too. And that's important, right? Because we've seen AEW, they, whether fair or not, right? I don't think it's fully fair. They get a lot of shit for not for not pushing like the the, the what do you call it the minority wrestlers and the black wrestlers. Like literally, you know what I'm saying, right? I know exactly what you're saying, right? Like they get a lot of shit for it, right? They're like, oh, well, you don't, you never push any of the black talent. They never get the opportunities. And like this dude with this guy's story, that's a perfect baby face right there. Or hell, if you want, that's a perfect heel too. I had to go through all of this, and you guys and and and, and people never even gave me a chance yet. Well, yet. there's there's a, there's a reason why Cuddy Rose worked with them, you know. So I mean, yeah. No, like this guy's so good, but they don't use him for anything. And meanwhile, you have people like fucking, what's his name? Not uh, there, there's like uh, there's, oh, let's see, uh, you have people like Action Andretti, really. No disrespect to Action Andretti, man, but what's the difference between Action Andretti, Kip Sabian, Dante, and Darius? Actually, no, Darius and Dante can kind of talk, but <laughs> like all these guys, right? I know what you're saying. Right? Insert random flippy white dude slash light skinned dude. <laughs> okay, but say, like, like, like says slash. You can add Gwen to the list. That dude's obviously light skinned out of he's from Philly. Man. Wait, is that wait? No, action, actions, no, actions is white, isn't he? No, he's he's mixed, bro. Really? Yeah, he's mixed. He looks like you, you know how like you know how like everyone thought Taz was black. He's like um. If you he's ever you're, you did you ever see uh Jordan Oliver the wrestler? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks Caucasian, but he's mixed, bro. I seen his dad. Oh, okay, my bad. See, I didn't know that. My apologies. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, him, Jordan Oliver, and Anthony <laughs> Andretti. I was on a show with Andre Andretti. 
recently and I didn't know like he was mixed mixed like his mama and daddy's black is it I had to ask him because I was like one I want I want to know where you're from I was like hey bro where you from and he was like because I see you in like DC and shit and I don't wrestle in DC but I think I was like came down to fucking was Texas no it was it was the fucking came to Alabama I was doing a fucking show in Alabama that I, I really don't do shows outside of New South. It was in Alabama, Mississippi, basically. He came there. I fucking, I asked him, I said, hey, bro, where you from? He said, I'm from Philly. I said, really? I was like, I didn't think you was Philly. I thought you were from D.C. He's like, nah. I said, uh, hey, man, I'm going to just ask you, because this is, you know, I'm going to just keep it 100 with you. I said, hey, man, which, what, uh, what's your nationality, bro? Uh, he said, I'm mixed, bro. I'm black and white. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, he said, and then the way I said it, I think he didn't think I believed him. So he's like, oh, you don't believe me, do you? I was like, uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't believe you, but it is what it is. He's like, all right, let me show you a picture of my mom and dad and shit. And like, literally, as it makes, as his mom is, his mom is white, his dad is black. Uh, I've seen Jordan Oliver's dad. His dad is a big ass dude. Like, his right. dad is okay, a big wait, dude. So- so. Right, but like, but the point I was making was right. It's just there's, it's just like all these random flippy guys, right, with not that much of a personality because they've not been given time to develop, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, these guys are on the show, right? Fucking Jeff Jarrett, fucking Jeff Jarrett's on the show with in, with the, with the next fucking company that he's spawned, that's sponsoring, right? Okay, we, we don't we don't we don't allow Jeff Jarrett slander on this show. Uh, no, I'm not slandering. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm not slandering Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett's the goat, the greatest. He's my he's my second. He's my one of my favorite wrestlers because he's the greatest bag chaser in history in the right. Wrestling. Oh yeah, he be getting the bag. I, I don't know how you get. I don't know how you get fucking. I don't know how you go from Derby. How the fuck you go to Derby? No, let me let me start this over. How you go to Ric Flair's last Derby? match? Get 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 your shit in there with Effie. Leave. Bro, this guy really just be, went to GCW, beat one of their biggest stars, never came back. And, oh, and yo, and never like there was no. But the, the thing is, I know because Effie told me this. He was like, "Yo, we're gonna do another program, and we're gonna do another story." And I was like, "Cool." This dude pops up on WWE TV. I was like, "Oh, he's not coming back." I was just like, "Sorry, Effie, bro." I was just like, "I'm sorry that happened." Uh, you remember yeah. when he randomly joined so, Bullet Club? Oh yeah, I remember that too. Big Japan too. Yeah, right? Inspiration, bro. That's my no. inspiration. Even you know who else that. is an inspiration? Gallows and Anderson. You know why? Uh, John. So you know how these guys' contracts work? If they don't, if, right? If they're not being used, or or if uh, they're in a storyline with AJ and AJ is not being used, they don't have to show up to TV. I am. Yeah. So do they do they not like if so if they don't show up to TV they just be at the house? I mean no 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 yeah they, no like they just don't have to come to the city like because you know normally like when you're like like if you're if you're a raw guy right yeah even if you're not wrestling on the show you still go to the show because they might mm-hmm. need you for a dark match or a segment or whatever yeah well these guys if they if they ain't wrestling on the show if they're if, like if they're not doing something on the show they get to go back home they chilling. Yeah, I do know. I do know because I talked to Gallows recently. I've like going on his. I was trying to get trying to get in their promotion. I gotta hit him up because um, he wanted me to come in, and I just was booked that time. But 
Yeah, so he has runs a promotion like Lily, like I would say it's like uh maybe like forty maybe maybe thirty minutes from my house, maybe thirty minutes. I live like so like outside of I don't I live near the city, um, of Atlanta. So but like my actual area is like I live in this town of I live between College Park and this town called Union City. So I live in two towns between two towns. And the closest other town is uh, called Peachtree City. And uh, where I train is, is in Madonna. So I got to go 30 minutes further south, or, or, you know, the home of Austin Theory. Uh, I go there, and I I believe they run, like, in McDonough. I believe they run in McDonough or maybe, like, a county over or whatever. But they be packing them motherfuckers out. My boy, Fry Daddy, who's a local Georgia wrestler, he, he fucking wrestles for them, and they, like, pack, like, at least 500, 500 600, like, people each and every month because, like, some small-town wrestling. If you go to a small town, they fucking love wrestling. I don't care where it's at. So It's like it's like the real, it's like real-life heels. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, it's like the real-life heels. It's like the show heels. It's like the rest, it's like the OV. When you go watch OVW wrestlers, it's like it's like that. It's like every small town. Like I literally go to Alabama one, not just because it's Alabama. Cause it was a good company. New South is a good promotion and a good locker room. Them people down in New South pro wrestling, bro. They fucking hate the heels and they love the baby faces. It's just like cut and dry. Like I'm probably the only one that they would probably they. Like I'm not a I'm not a, I'm not a really a I'm not really supposed to be a, a cheerable person, but they like to cheer me because I cheat and stuff and whatever. It's the whole Eddie Guerrero effect, I always call it. But uh yeah, they love they love the people. They 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 hate the people who hate who they hate. Uh Joey Janela's Joey Janela's cousin um is like a big heel down there. He's in and he doesn't want to be a he doesn't want to be a Janela no more. So he's Donnie Donnie Prime time and stuff. So, uh, but uh, they they fucking love that shit down there, bro. And I I fucking that's that's what keeps me going. To be honest, like going to small towns. Like my dad's from a small town, so he 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 uh he likes going to small town events. Sometimes he doesn't really watch me wrestle. I mean, not like if it's in Georgia though. Um. Even if, even if it is in Georgia, he just don't want to go out that much. You know, it is what it is. But uh, if it's like near the area, he'll go out and stuff. But like, yeah, he's a he's a small town kid, and he didn't really watch wrestling. He watched wrestling for a little bit, but not that much. But yeah, um, yeah, he just fucking love wrestling. And to to his point, oh, he hit the hand on left. I was going to say that uh, fucking Doc Gallows does. Shows I know he's busy with that when he's not doing WWE stuff. So, but yeah, shout out to the, I also like the fundraisers. Like I think like I think like when I put on my um, if I ever I don't have a wrestling company, but whenever I ever have a I'll have a show one day and I'll just start putting on fundraisers. I also my goal is to run in my dad's hometown of Grand Rapids, North Carolina. I know I can get like some people out there. I really have to do like. Probably, I would have definitely have to do old school promoting out there, you know, like fucking proposes out and stuff like that, and probably talk to a local radio station or whatever. 
I had Dasson really going old school there. But uh, yeah, Pat, that's the thing. Like, they if I can go crazy, like how you go to these small towns. I've been to these small towns. Like, I don't really go out much, especially in small towns. But like, when I'm at their wrestling event, they they either love you or they hate you. No in between. Like, but it's easy. I always tell. Younger wrestlers go to small towns, go to promotions that have smaller towns because if you go to a small town, you can get over it uh, there. You can do, you can do, especially like college towns and stuff like that. Like when I when I first came in wrestling, I did like I did a what's the town called? Uh, Cornelia, Georgia. It was uh, I did this town called Cornelia, Georgia. It was a landmark arena. I fucking used to, oh, when I first started training, I had I managed with QT. Used to get fucking booed out the out the building most of the times. And it wouldn't even, it wouldn't even, I didn't even really do nothing. And like, I, you you talk about the fucking bulldogs, it's all over. It's, 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 oh, you trying to die tonight. Oh, you trying to get put, you know, you have guns pulled on you and stuff like that. Food thrown on you and stuff. Like uh, yeah, I had done for 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 that and stuff. But like, yeah, you get food thrown at you and stuff. You just it's classic shit. Like I always tell people, like the one thing that wrestling has that no other sport has is when you go to a small town. It's kind of like it's for a good. I would say for a majority, depending on the towns that you go into. Some of the towns are progressive, and some of the towns are like a little progressive, but not that many progressive. So it's like I don't like going to very many towns. So like this thing with Louisville, uh, this thing with uh, Kentucky, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the best excited about traveling on the road, but try not to go into no goddamn sundown towns. It was one town that he showed on OVW. And it was like they had the fucking Confederate flags, and I was like, "Oh, remind me not to go there, or or be in my hotel immediately, because that looks like a fucking sundown town to me." Kind of, you know. But took over the conversation. But nah, the small towns is always the thing. Uh, Like I know most of us live in like bigger cities and stuff, so. We don't get that same interaction, I guess. Well, I live in a small town. Uh, but yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, in Cali, small town Cali. So, but yeah, any small town, this shit goes crazy. I, I, I think, I think like, um, I want well, I think that's when you like if you go to independent shows, you see you see that like the fans are so like they think it's they act like it's real and man don't don't fucking talk shit there man. <laughs> it's 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 just cut and dry old school. It's just traditional uh, pro wrestling and like that's cool and all uh, and I really do like that. But also at the same time, like I've been in some towns where I like oh you guys haven't you have, have you guys haven't involved at all. Like at all, like you haven't even like evolved a little bit. It's kind of scary, not gonna lie. But at the same time, like the fun raiders, if you go to like a small town, we, I was in this one town, like uh, my uh, my friend at the time, 
We don't really talk that much because he's been like, getting a little attitude. Uh, same as Lee. Goes by negatively. Uh, but he used to be positively. And his school that he used to go to, and I think this is also Donnie Primetime School, um, um, it was it was like a fucking, it's on YouTube. It's like they're fucking, hey, who's taking over the coach? And I did, I, I was managing. And like, they wanted me to be a hell. And I was like, I, I'm not getting stomped out by the fucking kids. This kid is like ready to stomp on me if I like, it was, it was hilarious. It was, it was like, Oh, you helping out the coach? All right. Oh, he's going to beat you down. All right. Kids was wilding. Kids wilding. They, uh, I think someone kicked, uh, my, uh, kicked one of the guys in the match. She was wild. But, uh, you know, fundraisers in small towns like those, those are like the, the heartblood I think of pro wrestling. Like, uh, it's always so cool to have, like, the one thing, I think the one thing, this is just me, like, if, if they had told me, if AEW told me to, um, to like, you know, ideas, right, of ideas of where to go, I know, like, AEW don't ever do, like, small towns, like, they did small towns when they first came up, they did, like, a town in Mississippi slash uh, Memphis, but if I was, like, in charge of, like, Coming with events and like, where should we? Where should we go next? I think I would have them run like, I, I like maybe like us, like in a live events. I would just have them run some small towns, like maybe two small towns, and a few big cities. And I, you know, the two small towns that they would run, the shit would go wild. The shit would go crazy. Like you don't even need like, and they don't even need like. Oh, you're trying to put them in high school venues. So it's like, nah, you just put them in like a mid-sized, uh, medium-sized venue, like a good, good concert hall, a good like I don't want to say ballroom, but a good concert hall, like a good good concert venue that they you know that the bands and stuff and different music play out, and then have that show and that show be packed. Because when Impact Wrestling, I remember going to Impact Wrestling when I was visiting uh Ronald Graphics and they was just going crazy over like every everything. They was booing everything. And like I'm sure they see it on TV a lot. So they don't never get to you know they get to come watch live wrestling. So it's like that's what I think. That's what I think is the gems of wrestling. I think that's what keeps me going like uh going on Nine years now, I'm going on almost nine years. I mean, I only say it's not automatically, but I'm going up to nine years. Uh, my wrestling anniversary is uh, coming real soon, actually. I think next week will be it. Uh, will be my wrestling anniversary, so. But, yeah. Sorry I wasn't talking long. I just got golfed in this fucking show. Oh, you're good. I just, For me, like... Um, it's one of those things where like you contribute a lot to the show and you're, and you're here for us. Like when other people aren't, so I just wanted to make sure like that if you were wanting to talk, you got a chance to talk because you do support us. And I do love, I love the insight that you bring to the show. So I wanted to make sure that you weren't feeling like you had to be silent for other people. You know, I just want to make sure you're getting to say, get your two cents in, you know? <laughs> oh, no, no, I, I really, I was watching, I was watching the fucking, I started watching it before I came into space. 
and I just got golfed into it. And then uh, I also got like some calls on my phone. So when I left this, I don't know if y'all know if I left the space, but I left the space for a little bit. And I had, you know, some business calls and I take those. And then I came back and I was like, I'm going to let people talk because I'm watching the show, but I hear people. And it's just like, I just want to hear what everybody was talking about at the same time because it's good to hear stuff. And I didn't want to just be talking because I know I be, I know this about myself. I know I talk along winded times. No. So I like, <laughs> yeah, I know this. I, I know I talk along winded times. I've been told on multiple occasions like this. Uh, but uh, so I don't I don't like to I, I'm not so I'm like one of, one of my friends went off on me and was like, oh, you be talking all the goddamn time. And I was like, you know what? I, he's like, I don't mean that disrespectfully. He was like, you go, you long winded. I was like, I can't help it. I don't know. I guess not to talk so much. So I just, just in general, I don't be talking as much. Like but at the same time, though, there's 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 been times where like I meted you or whatever, and you don't and you don't you don't look at it as a disrespectful way. So to me, it's like as long as like you can get yourself aware of that. So to me, it's all good because if I ever needed to like meet you to let someone else talk, you're cool with it because you've already been cool with it. So to me, I don't worry about it, you know. So and to me, like I I just wanted you to be able to talk too because I know you you have the expertise, even though Hamlin apparently works backstage too, you know. But I just wanted to you know you get your perspective in here to get these guys you know the point of view of somebody who actually knows the business and stuff, you know, because I think. I think it's good for them to hear that, you know, and it, and, it, and the thing that I think too, that's important is giving them a piece of the business that they may not realize is right here to, to hear them, you know, and to let them know. Sometimes I think the great thing with having you here is that you can validate how they feel is really what they should be feeling or they shouldn't be feeling, you know, like you, you know, the backstage stuff. So I think you give them the validation of what, of what maybe that it's okay to feel the way you feel. It's a beautiful thing. And I thank you for that. Oh yeah. Uh, I just, I just know, like, I, I've been a fan for so long, and I'm still a fan. But at the same time, I know how it is in, in, in wrestling and shit. And, like, and I, what the fuck? I think I was in a space, because uh, I ain't been in spaces, like, all week. And I, I was, like, I was in a space, like, yesterday. And, like, somebody was, like, oh, what the fuck? It, it kind of, like, tripped me out because I was, like, bro, do you know what I do for a living? I was, like, I don't think he knew. I don't think that person knew. Yeah. So it was like, so it was like, oh, what do you? He's like, the only thing he's like, what do you know? I was like, so he's like, oh, so you know about all uh, AEW and you know about wrestling? And I was like, I should be because I fucking was employed there one time. Like, uh, and he was like, oh shit, and then people was like, uh, I didn't, re- I don't like really like, I'm like, I should be more t- talking my talk. Uh, me and my friend Ashim had realized that we gotta talk our talk and put our accomplishments out there. But I don't really like as much as as much as I talk and as much as I talk trash to other people. I don't talk about my accomplishments, like because I feel like those accomplishments happened, and now like I'm I've once you did something, once you did something a couple years ago, you can't like rest on your laurels. I feel like that's what my friend always tells me. Like that was three years ago that I was in AEW. That was three years ago that I was on. Uh, actually, not even three years. That was a year ago that I was in GCW. So it's like I'm a wrestler, but I'm just a wrestler that's a fan. It's in, it's in, it's, um, you know, in 
I would say like in the conversation. I'm in the I'm in these streets, as I would like to say. I'm in these streets. I'm in these wrestling streets because I'm a man of the people. And I like to be a man of the people, seeing what people like to do and stuff. So um but yeah, I don't even tell people most of the time I'm a wrestler. I just want them to either either they'll figure it out or they'll see my profile. But like um that's mostly what it is. And yeah, I just as you know, people people will try to tell you how to how to how to wrestle. People will try to tell you where to go, where to stuff. And I just let them do that. I just let them be like, Hey, you should you should go here and you should do this and you should do that. And like I I used to I used to get mad at it. I used to be like, Oh, you gonna tell me where to go? Like, but now like I don't like at the end of the day, you can't tell me where to go. You can tell me where to be. You can tell me how wrestling works because, you know, and I respect fans. So, but if, like, if you're not respectful of, like, me, I kind of let you let you be into your own devices. Like, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not going to, if you think you know what's going on, I was in a, I was in a speed previous space of the AEW or the fucking Donovan spaces I was in. Somebody was like, oh, yeah, MJF ain't losing until October. They ain't losing the title until October. I let them run their mouth. I let them I let them do their thing. Because at the end, like, if you think you know when MJF is losing the belt, cool. You more know more than me because I don't know shit. Like, I know stuff, but I don't know. I don't know as much as, like, I'm in the fucking back of the AEW shit. But I do know some stuff. I do have my ear to, like... Like when they be telling me about like uh, putting cars together, and like they'll be they'll be like, "Hey, we got this car together." Like I knew the I fucking knew the Ohio car, I knew the fucking I knew the I knew the New York car before people was before people was talking about it. But I don't talk about it because it's not about none of my business. I mean, of course, UT knows I'll be in these spaces. Like he was like, "You always be in them damn spaces." I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You always talking to the rest of the." Rest of the marks, rest of the fans. I was like, yeah, because I am one, but also as a rest of one. He's like, he's like, fair enough. That's like, that's what it is. So that's 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 mainly what I do, and I don't like coming in here because I like you guys are in more positive spaces and stuff. So I go in both the the WWE spaces and the fucking WWE and AEW spaces. And I just be let be listening. I just be listening. So. Well, we appreciate you. Hey, Chris, we're about to end the show. Did you want to try to do your ending? I don't know if he's still with us. I don't know if he still is. Uh, can I? Can go I ahead. pull up right quick? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, I like to plug. I like to tell you guys about um, one. I like to tell you guys about uh. New South Russell this weekend, uh, September the 16th, I think. Yeah, 16th. I think it's 16th. It's a stack card. It's uh, going to be myself on there. Uh, the D- the DPW champion. Uh, oh, you're wrestling? Yeah, I'm wrestling this weekend. Nice. Um, so the DPW champion, Deadlock Pro champion. Uh, I got to really pull up the card. But the DPW champion, Lucky Ali. Um, it's going to be on a car. He's a really good athlete. Uh, I will be doing some stuff. Um, 
I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna be doing, but I'm gonna be doing some stuff. Like I, I was hit up. I was hit up by a match, so I'll be beating somebody up. Uh, New South Wrestling. They come up on IWTV, um, and they also put their stuff on YouTube. So if you don't want to pay nine ninety nine, they got their stuff on YouTube. So um, that's this weekend. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, uh, Independent Wrestling Legends. Uh, not only just for the Southeast, but independent wrestling legends, the Carnies, going against uh, Pretty Empowered, the NWA champions, the World Tag Team champions, and the Women's World Champions, you know, because, like I was saying, progressive. This company's very progressive. Actually, it's probably the most Southern progressive company that I work for, actually, to be honest. They do intergender matches. They do fucking, they do hardcore shit. They're very, they're very welcoming of different people in different communities. Like, yeah, it's just, it's awesome. Uh, so I'll be there. Uh, I got freelance next week, and then uh, I got some new shirts coming on my brain butter tees. Um, uh, I got always. I'm still trying to get this always scared shirt going on, so I can run around and Matt Cardona knows that he's always scared. I just like to poke fun of him. I'm really done with him, but it's just fun to poke that fun of him. I had to get really Jordan Jordan in of him because I know he's not going to fight me because he's a bitch and a rat bastard. But, you know, uh, I got those shirts and then I got a four-year wear. Uh, I got the Datman shirt and other shirts, maybe. And I also got the Nancy Hottie jacket. So uh, it's on my profile and stuff. So you can get it easy easy to access and stuff like that. So, yeah. And then Nancy Riley podcast coming back with more guests and more hosts on my YouTube channel. So. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Well, again, this has been Wrestling Fan Insight Podcast. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. I will be going solo this Sunday, I think. I, I'm. We'll decide. Yeah, look for us. We might be doing a, a special po- broadcast. If not, we'll do a special show. Kind of leave it up for the air and see how, um, See how you know, again, I'm going to see if the, if the stories g- – Make us want to make me want to jump online on Sunday. Then I will. If it's if if if, if Dynamite or if uh, Collision and and SmackDown are off off the chain, and it makes me want to go on there and do a show on Sunday, I will. If not, I'll be looking for a special episode. Uh, but we thank everybody for joining us, and let's go ahead and take us out, Chris. Remind me one more time. The the gear. I know Russians, right? <laughs> it's over. Over. Just say over. Nothing is over until we decide. This was it over in the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor. Germans. Oh.